0: Welcome for my next trip of 2021. I hope you enjoy listening to this podcast. With my family holiday fun over for this year, which included a fabulous time camping in Wales for 10 days and spending two weeks on the Norfolk Broads, as you will have read in my last blog. I'm back out after the carp again. Autumn is fast approaching and I'm looking forward to the coming months. I have a big dilemma as a couple of 40s have passed away on my new syndicate. These things happen, unfortunately, and with only two others remaining one of which is now tipping the scales at over 47 pounds to be honest, I'm actually after the other one I'm after. This was caught, only this morning, so it's no worth the effort this time around. We are very lucky that every carps capture is posted on the FV page a few hours later. You can adjust your plans accordingly. I'm not sure what effect the past few weeks will have on the other members, will the number of anglers on the bank reduce or the fact the big one has been out twice in three weeks-ish, or make them a lot more keener than the past few months? Traps set. My choice was made, for these two days, it was time to get back on the airfield lake and have a go for that unknown monster that hides somewhere in here. When I arrived, I found John, the estate manager, heading back to his truck. He informed me that I had the pick of the lake, with only three other anglers fishing, not bad for a bank holiday Monday. I'd found this spot in 2018 and never got around to fishing it. I'd been looking at the forecast and my fish deeper page, I found the perfect few spots and a few swims I fancied targeting this was based on the wind direction, as none of them were taken. At first, I wasn't really sure where to go, but after spotting some movement close to the island, which I had been wondering where the best spot would be for my second rod and my choices of swims. I had planned to look about on my arrival, after an hour my mind was made up. I'd been targeting the big lake this year and I simply needed to continue that train of thought. I'd only two options that I had picked out this morning and one was occupied and my spot for the next 48 hours was decided my home for 48 hours. I got the marker float out and chucked it out in the direction of the horizon marker, I'd marked down on my phone this morning before coming down and quickly found the spot I was looking for. As I'd not been about for some time, I would change my approach this few days and be putting out less bait than normal. My right hand rod would just be about 30 by 20 millimeters catalyst boilies with a double 10 millimeters wafter as the hook bait. My left hand rod was at the bottom of the island margin shelf with a few spoons of 20mm catalyst boilies and some pellets. No particles this week, trying a new approach for autumn. The weather conditions look spot on unless you check the pressure and it's sky high 1027 plus. I'm hoping the carp don't think it's not good feeding weather along with the northeast wind. Not heard or seen much since this morning, but hey, it's lovely to be back on the hunt for those silty pigs and you just never know your luck. My first take was at 8.45 on the left-hand rod and after a short fight, my first airfield lake common was in the net. It's been some time since I had one of these. 14 pounds 3 ounces common. That will do me in with the rod back on the spot, it was time for a brew. After spending a month away from the water in the south of the country, in some noise-pollution-free parts of the country, the main road had me awake at just after 4 AM and I struggled to sleep after then. I was feeling pretty rough, which I needed to sort out ASAP, so with my headphones on listening to a podcast, I finally drifted off just after 6am and awake again just after 7am. I still felt like my head was going to explode, time for another bit of shut-eye. To fish well, I need to have a bit more sleep these days and by 9am I was finally feeling more normal. After a brew, my head was back in the game and looking at my game plan for the coming day and night. I reeled in and baited up at just afternoon, I then went for a walkabout and then flicked the rods back out at 1pm. All set for the afternoon and night, fingers crossed I get another carp over the next 24 hours. My next take was at 2.30 in the afternoon, to the same rod as before and this one found a boulder. I needed to play this fish very carefully until it was finally out of danger and then I played it slowly towards the waiting NSR 50. I was worried about the hook hold, but there was no need and the carp was in the net. 16 pounds 2 ounces common. Shame about the rod but I have a few other snaps that are perfectly okay, I just prefer the color on this particular photograph. After quite a few attempts, the wind had picked up and a crosswind is never helping, the rod was back on the spot. With a lack of sleep from the night, I got my head down at just after 8.30pm, just in case I get any bites in the night. Being half asleep isn't the best way to fish for me. I needn't have worried, my next take was just after 7am and I was well and truly fast off in the middle of a dream. There was a split second where I had no idea what was going on, I soon got it together, picked the rod up, grabbed the spool, and walked back slowly to coax the fish away from the trees. I hadn't had an issue with the overhanging tree, but it's better to be safe than sorry. The fish was heading to the right, the same as the last two, but this one was hugging the tree line more than the others. It also felt a bit bigger than those torpedo rocket type carp that this lake holds plenty of. You have to fight through to get the real bigger fish. It was getting even closer to the margins on my right and the overhanging tree that's on the water, twenty yards along this bank. They really love this tree, I discovered this seven years ago with my first take, thinking that's okay it's heading away from the trees to my left into open water. It soon kited hard right and towards the bank and got around the other side of the tree and was gone. Since then, I've been mindful of that tree and it also showed me these carp were fully aware of their surroundings and very sneaky. The overhanging tree. With the carp successfully avoiding the tree, I was able to play the carp out under the rod tip. It actually did look that big, but was giving me the right run around. I had to take stock and slow things down, to avoid a hook pull in my attempt to get it in the net, as it was clearly not having it, but after another few minutes, it was finally in the NSR 50. 19 pounds 2 ounces common. That's better, and a good end to my trip. I've about 2 hours left of my session, and you just never know with this place. They have a very varied feeding pattern which had changed an awful lot over the years it keeps you thinking and on your toes a take could happen at any time the morning produced no more fish i reeled on at 11am and headed home until next time richard i hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast don't forget to like subscribe if you want to read more about me head over to my website richardhandell.com catch up with you soon